This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Scarf Begara War. Proudly sponsored by the Players Entrance, at Covent Garden Cafe and the Royal Oak Edgeley. Great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Hello and welcome to the Scarf Bagara War uh, special edition. This time we've got County Legend. Playoff semi-final and playoff final scorer, Liam Dickinson with us. Hello, Liam. How are you doing, how, mate? How are you doing, guys? Lovely to be here on this uh, belting Thursday night. Let me just open it. Let me just open the Budweiser. Let's get me through this. <laughs> now you're talking. It, it, it won't be that drastic. It won't be that drastic, mate. Um, so get straight into it. Um, I'm going to I'm going to start off with the first question, right? So we'll start off. We'll we'll try and do it sort of date wise. So. County, obviously we're all county fans. When you first came to the club, by our reckoning, Chris Turner signed you. He did. Chris Turner signed me. Um I was actually on trial from Woodley, you know, got a week's trial. Um come down, you know, trial for a week and then, you know, we'll you know we'll see if we want you or not. So end of the week I got um, can you come back next week? Yeah, no worries, mate. So I'll come back again next week. Week got week after that, can you come back again? End of the third week, I'm like Fucking hell, mate! I've got a job here, you know. I'm not getting paid. I work on a building site. I'm not getting paid. Like, what's the crack here? I've got, I've got a car to pay for. You know, I've got bills to pay. For. I've got a mobile phone bill to pay. Like, what, what's the crack? And he just said, "Oh no, you know, we, yeah, we want to sign you." Um, and yes, I signed on. I think it was the Thursday I signed. Um, signed a six month contract. Uh, I think it was in December I signed six month contract. Um, and then I travelled with the squad on the Saturday to Macclesfield away. Um, I wasn't involved. I was in the stand, and we got absolutely dipped six um, nil. I think Ash, I think Ashley Williams got John Park in a move that game, um, <laughs> and, and yeah, then it was like literally he, he resigned after the game. I was like, "Oh mint, where does that leave me?" Belting, um, and yeah, and then and then, and then Big Gannon came in, um, trained that week, and and put me on the bench the, the following game. Um, Against Cheltenham, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, wow, you know what? Yeah, fair enough." 
I was absolutely over the moon just to be on the bench and you know, you know, just to be warming up on the pitch with the lads. So, so Chris Turner, right? It's Chris Turner describes himself as like um, a motivational speaker. You know, one of them, one of them people that stands up in front of everybody and gives yeah. it all that bollocks. Did he? Did he actually give you any motivational speaking, or was it just come back, come back the next day, come back that kind come of thing? Come back next week. Come back next week. Come back next week. And you, to be fair, it's quite mo- motivational because it fucking got me back, didn't it? Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. No, you know, to be honest, to be honest with you, lads, the, the, the memories, are, you know, they're very vague of, of Chris Turner. I was only, he was only there for three weeks when I was there. And, Right at the very start, and it was like I was trying to take everything in of you know training every day with, with professional lads. So um, you know, it, it's my memories are quite vague of, of of Chris, but again, like I, I've still got to be thankful because he's kind of the one that gave me the opportunity and, and mm. you know you know got me in, got me got me foot in the door. Yeah. Was there, was there a point when, when you did get into the team under Jim? What what was the point where you thought, "Fucking, I'm going to make it here"? Um, I mean, just. I never really thought that for the first for the first six months I was just running off adrenaline. Like I say, I got I got, yeah. my, I got my debut on um, against Cheltenham um, at Edgeley Park, and I think it was nil nil. And he brought me on for the last fifteen yeah. minutes, and I, I think I scored one of my first touches. Absolute yeah. fucking salmon at the back post. Um, <laughs> and I was I, I, I remember I still remember to this day my celebration. It was like a headless chicken just running around the pitch. Um, Harple Singh caught me because he was that quick. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know that that feeling, and you know just 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 going from playing on a on a Saturday to Sunday, like you know at a low level with you know a couple of people, a couple of old blokes watching you try to get away from the misses for the day, um, to you know to thousands of fans there, like you know screaming after you've scored a goal, and it, it kind of never passed in mind the thought, yeah, I could make it. Here. It was just I was just kind yeah. of like I say, ruin off adrenaline. Um, for that first six months, and then after that, it, you know, it kind of took its toll a bit on my body and uh, physically and mentally. You know, it, was, it, it kind of drained me a bit. I didn't have the, the greatest of first full seasons at County. So that 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 point then from going and working on a construction site to signing for County, like the reality of football is, you were earning a wage doing the construction, then you signed full time for County, and what you just handed in your notice in, said to the gaffer. I'm signing for County, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, well, I was they, they, like the, the lads I was working for. You know, I, I knew them anyway. They were they were pals of mine, so they you know they were over the moon for me. It wasn't ever going to be an issue about you know you know you you need to work your notice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so it was it was just one of them things. You know, wow, unbelievable, unbelievable opportunity. You know, well, well done, proud of you kind of thing. Nice. I remember that it was a far post, Eddie, wasn't it? Far post. Yep, I think it was a. A, 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 the wand of a right foot of um, Matt Hamshaw, probably. I think I think he assisted most goals that season. Um, I think it was a Hamshaw cross, and yeah, literally just you know just big leap at the back post and headless chicken celebration. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I chose to sit down there for that match, but I did, and I was right like near. I was right near you when you scored it. Fucking Good brilliant! Good it was fate. It was fate. I'm telling you. But if that had been me scoring my first goal for County at that age, I think I would not have looked that cool. I know, I know you said, I know you said your celebration was a bit mental. Oh, I don't, I don't know what I'd do. Well, because that, that was it. I was around that age you know when, when you were doing that. How weird it is. So, so obviously I scored, and I thought oh, I'm absolutely over the moon. And they equalised. Like I think it was the last minute. Um, Brian Wilson for for Cheltenham. Oh yeah. We played them away, um, and I think it was a follow. Is it the following season? It was, I think it was the same season. Uh, we played them away, and Brian Wilson scored. They were winning one nil, and I scored right towards the end. Um, again, in front of the in front of the county fans, and I just remember 
this 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 obviously Brian Wilson scored in the first game and the second game. I went to Iron Apple in the summer. Fucking Brian Wilson's there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm around the pool with my mates, and you know, you know when, when you're a footballer, your mates are giving it. Oh yeah, my mates are footballer. My mates are footballer. And his mates are like, oh, my mates are footballer. Who's he play for? Who's he play for? Cheltenham, Stockport, and I was like, fucking remember you? You scored that equaliser on my day. You <laughs> and then you know what? We got, we got. I've not spoken to him for a good few years, but we got really pally, and my mates and his mates all got really close, and it's just crazy how, how much of a small world it is. Absolutely steaming in club ice and club black and white in uh, in Apple. Um, but yeah, but I mean, if you if you ever look back, if you ever get a chance to look back off that um, the the goals, and I've not, I don't, I think I might have seen it once or twice, but it's a there's a, a Google, uh, sorry, a YouTube video, Liam Dickinson, fistful of goals, and if you if you fast forward to six minutes thirty two seconds, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got you've got the Cheltenham goal in there, and as I'm running off celebrating, Seth Bramble's running over to. You know, to, to join the celebrations, and a fucking Stockport County fan runs on and just cleans him out, just jumps on him, <laughs> swings around his neck, and he just goes absolutely west. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking brilliant. And if you are that county fan and you're listening, get in touch. Let us know. So, what what was the team spirit like then? Because obviously, you've come in, you've come into a team that's basically in real danger of dropping out the league. So what was it? Was it a matter of Jim coming in and properly just picking everyone's mood up straight away, or was did he have to do a fair bit of work to pick everyone up? I mean, I think I think the bunch of lads that we had, we had the, we had quality throughout the team already, and you know you had the likes of Ash Williams who's just making a name for himself, and you know look at, look, look at what he's going to do, he's going to do great things, and you know yeah. you know got a lot of respect for Ash. He's um is a great lad and, and, and a great player, and a fantastic career. Um, but you had the, the likes of the, the, the experienced lads like Lamatty Hamshaws, the Keith Briggs, um, you know, like Harpal Singh, um, Tess Bramble, Jermaine Easter. You had you had quality throughout the team, um, and I feel like the, the lads always knew they had it in them to stay up. But it, it got it got Jim Gannon. It, it, it needed kind of Jim Gannon or a Jim Gannon like person to come in and you know. Basically, grab people by the skin, the scruff of the neck, and say, "Fucking, if you're not going to do it for me, then you won't play for me." Kind of thing, you know. Yeah. You know, and and I think with him, the club means so much to him. It, it was personal as well. You know, he, yeah. he, wore, he wore his heart on his sleeve, and it's like, you know, this is fucking my my team, my club, and we we ain't going down. And it kind of picked us up a little bit. And like I say, for me, it was it was it was a bit different because I was trying to take in all this fucking. It was all new to me. I was trying to take everything in, being a professional footballer. Um, training full time, um, Monday to Friday, Saturdays. You know, it, it was all. I was just trying to take in everything, and it was and absorb everything. And um, so I kind of, I kind of didn't realize how much it meant to to to, to stay up as a county fan, uh, as I, as I'd only just started. But mm. the follow, yeah. But 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 like I say, as as we did manage to, you know pick up points game after game after game and you know got to a point where we're like you know what yeah we've got a good chance here you know we need to we're going to stay up we're going to stay up this season and what a fucking way to stay up oh, oh I've, I've still I've only just stopped shaking <laughs> I remember I, I remember, not much. I remember it was it uh, was it Carlisle we played yeah, Carlisle yeah, at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they won the league, won the league as well and it was like I think I think we probably it probably does a bit of a favour Playing them after they had already won the league because they had nothing to play for. Um, yeah, but I mean, I mean, I remember that the game finishing, 
and we just stood there. The camera crew was there, and we were all stood in front of the cheese lens. And I had fucking, I had fucking braids. <laughs> it's out of order. My mates aren't true mates. They could have said to me, if listen, mate, you look a right swat, get them on. <laughs> I just remember being stood there in front of the cheat land and, and the camera went, yep, yeah, we've done it, we've done it. And next minute, the fucking pitch is full of, cheat, of, of county fans. Wow, it was like we just won the league. It was un- That's the second best feeling I've ever had. All right, I better say the third best after my kids, and then Wembley. It goes Wembley, my kids, and then, you <laughs> <laughs> <then> know. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, and it, it was just like, it just capped off uh, um, all the hard work we put in that second half of the season. Um, and it was like, you know, it was worth it. It, it was worth it in the end. You know, all them, all them training sessions and you know, training Christmas Day and it was it was hard work and it was it was emotionally and physically draining at times, but it was all worth it. They they brought a few, didn't they, as well? I think it was full full house, wasn't it? Definitely a full it house. Was definitely, yeah, it was definitely a full house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, about eight thousand there, weren't they? Or something like that. Some some along them lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, probably probably, just, probably a bit more than that, but yeah, yeah. I just, I just remember it just fucking I just, I, I I don't really remember much of the game. I just remember just the lad stood there in kind of a semicircle Round the fucking cameraman, waiting for the the game, the game to finish. See that, that that's the worst thing. The especially because it was it was almost before, just before smartphones properly became big as well. So it was a case of people actually listening on radios. And radios, yeah, that, radios held yeah. the fucking ear. Old yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think we've mentioned that on the podcast before, but I think I think that was the last time where County had a moment like that where we had to rely on radios. Ever since then, it's been you've had flash scores or Sky yeah. Sports on or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It's a fucking nightmare now. Do you know? I, I get flash scores of county scoring before it comes up on the stream. <laughs> before, before we've actually scored on the fucking pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the stream lag, stream lags on it. It's a nightmare. So just going back to that debut, then, just, just like obviously Jim's Jim's about to send you on. Does he does he say anything to you different, or what what does he say to you before that? You know what? He turned around, and I, I, I always remember these words. He just turned around, and he looked at me, and said. Fancy a bit of this, and I thought, "Fucking right, I do, James. Fucking <laughs> 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 right, I do." Stocks up, bang! I was ready to go. Um, he said, "It's you know, it's, it's the words I, I, I dream to dream to hear. You know, you know, getting my, my professional debut, especially with 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 Chris Turner obviously leaving the club and me not knowing where I stood, and yeah, obviously, you know, Jim Jim straight away saw something in me and and believed in me. So um, I was, I'll always be grateful for that, and." Yeah, just to, you know, literally just to get out there. The fans are probably thinking, who's this fucking lanky dickhead here? We're trying to stay up and he's bringing this dickhead on. <laughs> and, yeah, it, it paid off. It paid off. It did, but yeah. it almost does thing. I think when you're in a, when you're in a situation, a position like that, you, you, I mean, you've got nothing to lose, but like like you said, you were just running on adrenaline for six months. Exactly. So, mate, honestly, that, it, was just literally, it was just literally adrenaline. It was just like game after game. And I, was, I, I think I'd scored... I signed a six-month contract within the first three months. Um, so by, I think it was end of Feb, start of March. End of Feb, yeah. I'd scored six goals in the first three months. <laughs> Got a two-year contract. After that, I only scored fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah, it was like, fucking hell. Should have fucking held out that contract, shouldn't we? <laughs> but it was the following season. The following season was the season we consolidated, didn't we? And then oh, we went, up, and then we went up the, the following season after that. Was that right? Out on personally, day. personally, for me, it was a tough season because, like I said, that first year I was running off adrenaline, and in the second year it took its toll on my body. And you know, I'd never, I'd never trained full time, and 
you know, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, pre-season. And I never, had a, I never had a proper pre-season like that. And it took its toll. And I was in and out of the team. And I think I, I think I finished the season on seven goals. And I almost went on, I went on loan. I went over to Royal Antwerp with um, Damien Allen. Um, mm. Me and Damo was meant to go over and sign for Royal Antwerp on loan. I had um, obviously that season another year left at County, um, so so Jim said, you know, go over and have a look, see what you think. And the manager at Royal Antwerp was actually the assist, uh, one of the uh, the youth team managers, uh, ex youth team managers at County, and so he knew Damo very well. So we went over there, and it was. Um, do you remember fucking Dong? From United, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him, meant to be the next big thing, and he fucking. I don't even think he got a fucking green card. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fucking play. Um, I sold some shirts in China, though. He got sold. Yeah, he, he made a fuck. He probably made a right few quid, but yeah. Um, but yeah, he was like the like the, the big dog over there, and we went over with a training session, stayed overnight, came home, and Dave all decided to sign sign for. And I was like, oh, I don't know, and they they were like about me, oh, I don't know, we don't know much about him, so I never signed, and then. Um, the option of going to Rochdale on loan, I think it was Rochdale, yeah, Rochdale on loan. Jim said, um, Rochdale have inquired about you taking a new loan. Um, you know, I think it'd be good for you to get some games under your belt. Go, go away for the weekend. They weren't involved in the game. Go away. Um, and, you know, have a think about it and see what you think. So coming on, on the Monday, and I said that, you know, yeah, but I want to go. I want to I play. You know, I want to prove myself kind of thing. Well, if, if I'm not going to play here, and and Jim said, um, well, actually, um, I've had a thing, and I don't, I don't want you to go. So I think, I think you may, may be in testing me. I said, I want, I want, to, I want, to, I want, to, I want to stay and fight me for, fight for my place. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get in. I want to play football. You know, I'm not, I'm not just happy just sitting here getting paid. I, I want to play. Mm. I'm, you know, I'm not here for a long, you're not here for a long time. It's not a long career. I want, to, I want to play as many games as I can. So he um he, he he changed his mind. I think he was probably just testing me or something and making me that making that getting that hunger back in my belly maybe. And then uh, I ended up getting a few goals that season. And I remember again, it was just like from one season, from one extreme, on the fucking <laughs> last day, staying up, so yeah. missing out on playoffs on the last day. And I remember we fucking dicked. Was it Darlington? We beat Darlington. five nil. Yeah, five nil. Yeah, yeah. Five nil. Yeah, yeah. Fucking scored in that. And I remember sitting in the changing rooms. I remember just looking at um, Anthony Eldon crying his eyes out. Because we'd we'd not um we'd not what's it called we'd not been promoted or we're not we're not yeah. getting to the playoffs so we missed out yeah. Yeah. and it was like from wow we've gone it was like even though we'd would it was a massive achievement from going from where we were the season before to, oh definitely to yeah that high it felt like we'd let ourselves down and 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 we we hadn't achieved what we set out to achieve um. It's funny that because I think within the fans there was definitely no feeling of that. I mean, we were gutted, obviously, looking at a big, big fuck off screen in the corner, watching Bristol, I think Bristol Rovers, I think, won it going above yeah. us. I think, um, I think, to be honest with you, it wasn't until we came in pre-season the following season we realised just how much, how many positives we came from that season. It was hard to find the positives in that game after that game. It was because we're so upset and so disappointed. Mm. Um, that we'd not got there. We were kicking ourselves, and we were very all from 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 the players to the staff. We were all very hard on ourselves. So obviously, the following season, that that season, um, what what was the point where you thought, oh, we are going to go up here? Was was it just as soon as you came back for pre season, you're like, yeah, we're going to fucking do it this time? Do you know what? It was just one of them ones. Let's try and pick up where we left off, kind yeah. of thing. Um, and then, then obviously we had. I, I couldn't get in at the start of the season. We had um, Anthony Eldin, we had uh, Adam Proudlock, and they were favoured over me. Remember the first game? I think it was Dagenham. 
Was it yeah, Dagenham? Yeah, yeah, you Dagenham came on the score, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah shock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember watching, I was remember it was at home, I was watching fucking Soccer AM or something like that, and it was all fucking, all this talk about Dagenham and, you know, um, they're a little team, they've come up, they've got the train up to Manchester today, not a coach, it was cheaper to get the train for everyone, so they got a train up, and I'm fucking thinking, all right, we're playing them today, and I can't even fucking get a game. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, but, you know, it's one of them ones, you've got to be professional, and I think at that, at that point in my career, I'd had a good 18 months professional football, and I was starting to get out of that stupid phase of taking it for granted and, you know, really knuckling down, you know, being as professional as, as I could have, not as as I should have, but as I could have. Yeah. Um, and I remember I came off the bench and scored the winner. Um, and then the next game, I think we played Chesterfield away. Um, again, on the bench, came off the bench, scored the winner. Uh, and then the third game, I got my I got my start. You, you got, I got the nod. He's like, you know, you've done well. You come off the bench, you scored. Um, I think we played Rotherham. Um, and yeah, yeah, you, you get the nod. Fucking brought me hand in the first half. <laughs> Okay. I went up for an header, got a nudge in the air, landed on my hand, and it was like, have you seen fucking scary movie? The, the fucking, I use my strong hand. Yeah, yeah. I was all curled up, I couldn't move it. I had to come off at half time, and I had, a, I had an operation two days later, so that kept me out. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything for six weeks. I could, all I could do was run, because um, I had this procedure, this new procedure that they brought out, and it was, um, I had four pins in my hands coming out of the skin, into the bone and out of the skin. Like wires across and all, all wrapped up, and it heals quicker, but you can't do any physical fucking contact. So all I could do, which was absolutely grim for six weeks, was run, and I fucking hate running. <laughs> I, was, like, I couldn't do any weights. I couldn't. I couldn't train in case because if someone would have knocked knocked my hand, it would have fucking broke again. Um, so it's so frustrating. But um, obviously, I, I was very close to Roger Wilde, and Roger was just fantastic. You know, I've had a couple of injuries and during my, my career at County and during my time at County and after my time. And I've always gone back to Roger for, for advice and um, he kind of got me through it. You know, it's like, I know it's only six weeks, but six weeks as, as, a, as a professional footballer where you train yeah. every single day, is it's a long time. Um, yeah. And like I say, I couldn't, I was struggling to get, get a game. The, the, the team picked up a lot of momentum and were scoring goals, were winning games. Um, I think up until... We had big Matty, Matty, Matty McNeil as well, big Borat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> we, had, we had big Matty. Um, and he always to wind him up. He used to say, oh, fuck it. He used to, he used to be, he used to be obviously, honestly, he used to be certain he was quicker than me. It's like, Matty, <laughs> man, you're not fucking quicker than me. You're, slow, you're like a slug with cramp. <laughs> so, um, um, he's like, oh, you're all a fancy give a name. Uh, Matty McNeil. Oh, oh yeah, mate. we did. Yeah, fuck you. Oh, that made us think. Big Mac meal. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I remember I couldn't, I couldn't get in, and, and when I did, I think I'd only scored about three goals up until Christmas. I mean, obviously, fortunately for me, um, Anthony Eldin uh, got a move to Leeds, and it kind of gave me my chance. And you know, I, I took it with both hands and. I'd have, you know, I had the season in my life. Well, the best, the, the second half of the season, and you know, to to, to finish on, on on 21 goals, I was I was absolutely over the moon. It was it was a bigger achievement than I expected. The, the, the bit that stuck out for me around that point was uh, when we played Aki away, Accrington Stanley. Um, I think we I think we beat him two 0 in the end, or it might have been three. But you scored a goal out out of absolutely nothing. 
It just came out of nothing. I think I scored two in that game. I think. Yeah, um, you might. You might have done. Yeah. Uh, a free kick in the first half. Shailen Logan whipped it in. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, scored in the first half. In the second half, I remember it was it was probably one of the best, one of the best goals for County. Um, I think Michael Rose had, had whipped a ball into me about 20, 20, 20, 23, 24 yards out, and I've kind of half turned and whipped it into the far corner. And uh, and I give it the old rocking the baby celebration. My <laughs> ex missus at the time was pregnant with my with my first with my first child, so it's quite uh, it's quite vivid in my memory that one. Yeah, good. It was a cracking goal. Fucking well, it just it just it just it appeared to come out of nothing. You know, from from yeah. our view where where we where we were stood, it was just fucking ace. Because yeah, because it was a far end. Because the first half, yeah, scored, yeah. It, was, it was all the all the county fans were were behind that goal. Yeah, did uh, did Griffin score the other? I think Griff did score, yeah. I think the yeah. Griff, Griff did score that because we had a belt in there after it, let me tell you. Well, let's come on to that because that's one of yes. our questions. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, okay. <laughs> the kids have gone to bed now. <laughs> that's all the football, by the way. No, no. Um, well, yeah, What what's the best best away day night out you've had or best away day on the coach back? That kind of thing with with beers and it's shit. It's got to be fucking Wembley, obviously. That goes that goes without saying. But we've had some. I remember, right? We went to um, we went to fucking. We played talk. We had talkie away on a Saturday. Just went down there on a Friday. Um, trained trained. I think we trained up here. Coached down to talkie. Stay overnight. Fucking pissed it down. Got to the game next day. Fucking games off because the pictures yeah. weren't Come all the way fucking back. And then we had to come back on the Tuesday to replay it. Oh. We travelled down on the day, got dicks four or five nil, and we stayed overnight. And Gallim just said, Do you know what, lads? If you want to go out, you can go out. Fucking night out in Torquay. Mike, Mike, remember Mike Malcolm? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Drew in some fucking woman who was dressed as a weightlifter. She had a fucking cast on her arm. <laughs> he's, on, he's, on beach, he's on beach throwing the back out of her with his cast on <laughs> and she had fucking she had a weight I think I'm pretty sure she had a weight belt on as well <laughs> was, she, was, she, was she in fancy dress? no 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 she was just it was just I think she just come straight from the gym right <laughs> nice <laughs> fucking hell well that was that was it was just a fucking it was just so random it was, I just remember me I think me and Gaz Owen a couple of us like right come on casino we went to the casino and Tess Bramble and that were in the club. It was, it was a very random one, that. Yeah, to be fair, Torquay's a great night out, isn't it? I mean, that, when, that, was when, first, when, that was the first and last time I ever went. Was it? Well, we, we've been a few times to watch County. We, we went when it got called off. So obviously, you went, you traipsed back, didn't you? We all stayed for the weekend and just got oh, absolutely did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I've heard it's a, yeah, I've heard it's a great night. I've, I've yeah. heard it's a, great, it's a great, great night out down there. It is decent. So that's the best one. Well, let's talk about the FA uh, FA Cup. What am I fucking talking about? I'm thinking of Yeovil now. Um, let's talk about so the playoff final. With the question we've got is it's nothing about the actual football. Well, you've just totally skipped, totally skipped over that goal in the semi final. Which one? Oh, the goal in the semi final. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably, probably my favourite of your goals, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's yeah. Probably, it's, it's probably bad, but it probably is the best goal. Um, probably the probably is the best goal that I've actually scored. Um, I think it was just obviously the, the 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 hard work and standard rattiness of Gary Dicker. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing his shins in at people. Um, and obviously, it broke to me, and obviously, I won the fifty fifty with, with, with Williamson. And um, I remember every time I played against him, it was always a battle. He's a big, strong man. He was a good player, and obviously, he made a good career. He had he had a good career. Watford, Newcastle, mm. uh, Portsmouth went to Portsmouth as well at one point, and he. 
he had a, he had a fantastic career, mm. um, and it was always I know I always knew it was going to be a good battle battle with him. Uh, but I think on the, obviously on the day it was it was my day, and I think you know in both boxes I think I, I kind of dominated him defensively. Um, and yeah, just it was just one of them ones. It was it was a fifty fifty, and I I ain't losing a fifty fifty because I've I've got that fucking them penguin feet, them side that side foot of death. If you're going for a side foot tackle with me, you ain't not you ain't coming out with the ball. Let me tell you, um, I, I think you learned that the hard way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just one of them ones. I, I didn't even I think I had too much time to think about it, and I thought, do we hit it? Do we not? Do we carry on going? And um, I had is it Johnson breathing down my neck? Yeah. Um, and I thought. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna wait till the last minute till the, till the keeper starts going down and slip it past him. And it, it actually worked. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> did did but, Jim say anything? Did Jim say anything to the players about Paul Lambert? I did fucking like each other, did they? And that fucking ste- steroid, fucking assistant or goalkeeper coach they had, fucking Jew said. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he the fucking gladiators. Or was it bald? That big bald one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I think he was doing weights before the game. <laughs> What a wally he was, um, but it, it, I think everyone knew that that he wasn't the biggest fans. But he never, you know, Jim's a professional guy, um, you know, in front of the players and stuff, and he wouldn't let something like that get in his way and cloud his judgment. And you know, and it was all it was all about us, not about them. And he, so he didn't mention anything really. I remember, to be, I remember he didn't do an interview in, in the semi final. Um, hmm. <laughs> Used to an interview. Uh, you probably know, you probably have probably heard this story. Yeah, but, yeah. Go on. But, go on. Um, I mean, I think it could have been because obviously it was it was a season where we were doing well, we were winning games, and we were good to watch. And we could have been on on Sky a few times, a couple of times, I think. And Jim wouldn't do any interviews for Sky because his Skybox broke and no one came round. So he said, "Well, no, I, I'm refusing to do fucking interviews." Right, fuck off. <laughs> And I've probably lost. I've probably lost a couple, a couple of few fucking. <laughs> Last Jim is 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 setting his ways, and he knows what he wants. And and you know, you take the good with the bad. And and I think he kind of had to do it in the fucking playoff semi final, the playoff final, because it was in the contract. But I think if he had his choice, he would have told him to fucking shove it up their ass. To be honest, <laughs> so I've always thought Jim wouldn't be the. Fa- what well, you don't tend to see it in the football league, but you see it with uh, the coverage of. National League games, they they try and uh, talk to the managers during the game. Yeah, oh, he wouldn't have any of that, would he? Oh, no, I can't, see, I can't see Jim putting up with that. He'd be like, he'd be like, fucking speak to me after. <laughs> if, if we speak to me after, if we win, uh, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, with, with someone like Jimmy, he's he's like a fucking his his head's like a sponge. He just soaks it, everything in. He's, he's watching. He's, he's constantly thinking, how can we improve it? How can we improve it during the game? And um, I did a I did a, a podcast not long ago, and they were talking about how he's changed from doing that after the game, and talking about how how he changed and to during the game, and he's thinking always thinking how how can we improve here? What's going wrong? What can we do? And that's the kind of person in the mind he is, and that's why he's been so success, successful uh, throughout his playing and and, um, and managerial career. Yeah, he's a he's, he's like a student of the game, and he mm. I mean he's, I, I know he's got his UEFA Pro license, and he he's one of the one of the very few outside of the Premier League that's got one. Yeah, well, well, do you know what? I remember when I, when I was there, I was I was I was quite close to um, his his wife's cousin, and she used to say to to me like, you know, he just comes home from training, he's, he's in the other room, he's got the recorder on, 
who's recording the clips. And he used to do all his clips. You obviously, when you get to the bigger clubs and you have someone who does fucking IT mm. technician guy who does all the clips and, you know, and we, Jim used to do it all himself. He used to sit in there in a room recording snippets of um, uh, the pros and cons of our game, the previous game, the pros and cons of the opposition we're playing. And on a Thursday and Friday, we used to sit before training and watch videos of the opposition and how we're going to set up and, and how we, what we're going to do, what we're not going to do. And that's, that's dedication for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, mean, yeah. I think the higher up you go, the easier it is because you've got people to do that for you. Yeah, yeah. You, I suppose you get to concentrate on other stuff then, don't you? You get to spend time on, on, on other activities to do with the footy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but, but going back going back to one of the previous questions, best uh, best trip, uh, best away yeah. away date. Yeah, and yeah. That's a great yeah. book a beef. What was I thinking? I was just going to come to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah beef or what? <laughs> Hey, my first, my first pre-season of beef, I was like, fuck you, yeah. I can get used to this, let me tell you. <laughs> let me just cross that question out, we've got a beef uh, <laughs> Oh, it was a good one, that. it was a fucking good one. I got, I got in a right load of shit that holiday. Uh, not holiday, not holiday pre-season. <laughs> <Not> holiday. <laughs> yeah, I got it, I got, I got, I worked, I worked in Jim's good books that, that pre-season, the, the, the sulfur came out in me. Go on then, tell, tell us about tell us about that Ibiza trip. Come on, it was just fucking carnage, mate. Um, <laughs> I remember the first we, we'd got there, and um, we stayed in San Antonio Bay, got a nice hotel, and then they're like, right, you can go out for a little. We got there, we went for a little walk and stuff, stretch our legs, and it was we was in, we was in bed for fucking, we was on that, we was in bed for like twelve o'clock, whatever. The next day we're training and stuff, and two training sessions, um, food, everyone had food together. And then um, Jim was like, right, you can go out for a bit, but I want every, everyone in by midnight. Fucking midnight. <laughs> so for started, yeah. No drinking. So I was like, fucking brilliant. So we went to fucking Lineker's bar, and obviously Rob Clare and fucking James Spencer were like, right, they're like, trying to get us in. Free shot for everyone. <laughs> 20, of us, 20 of us there, fucking all sensible, weren't they? Me, Rob Clare, James Spencer were like, right, sweet, tray of 20 shots, then we'll wallop them. <laughs> We were fucking putting these shots back, fucking getting a bit lively. And got to like fucking 12. I was like, right, another half an hour won't kill us. Next to me, it's one o'clock. Oh, fuck it, I better go back. Walking back, me and Mike Malcolm, because I was rooming with Mike Malcolm that, that trip. Got back to the hotel. Fucking hell, we're going to get in trouble here. Fucking, the ward is in the foyer, steaming. <laughs> Absolutely beaming. Hey, Dicko, get yourself a pint. So, three pints on the floor, reached out, it went, fuck off there, mine, go and get your own. So, fucking, yeah. I've got a pint there, and I've fucking stuck back out, and I got to meet some bird. So, I've stuck back out, and um, fucking got caught going out. I was like, oh, my mate's over here, if run out of money, I'm going to go give him some money. Back in 20 minutes, honestly, back in 20 minutes. So, uh, fuck, you got to meet this bird. I'm on the beach in a boat, rattling her. Uh, <laughs> doing, 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 doing the business. And I just look up and I just see fucking Richard Landon and Dave Felgate walking down the strip looking for me. And I'm thinking, oh, fuck me. I, I, I'm at to go. Look, sorry, rain check. <laughs> rain check. Um, so, yeah. so, so, rolled off her, went back to the... To the um, to the hotel, fucking, I went fucking mad at me. It's like drop me, not playing tomorrow. It was threatened setting up because I, w- I wanted a number ten shirt that season. Mm. Um, obviously, the first season I was twenty. Second season, I got given the number ten shirt. It was out of me and Adam Lafondra, and, and give it me. Um, threatened to take that off me. Didn't didn't play me in the game. Someone come off injured. I came out last twenty minutes and scored a hat trick. <laughs> I was like, lucky Jim. 
<laughs> uh, but yeah, but that was a that was a strange one. That was a fucking yeah, that was a good trip. Was that the same was trip a... where Russ wasn't aware of this, but where the linesman got an absolute kick in? Oh mate, he got kicked in the throat. What exactly he nearly, happened? He nearly died. So we played. We played fucking. Was it Carlisle? Were over there? Quite yes, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, Carlisle and a Spanish fucking team, and it was there was three English teams, a Spanish team, uh, and we played the Spanish team, and we fucking were all over them. I think I'd scored. Uh, I might have been offside, and the fucking player just ran over, went mad. Punched the ref when he was down, just kicked him in the throat. Oh and God. our club doctor had to come on the pitch and just put him in the fucking um, recovery position. Recovery or... position, pull his tongue out of his mouth because he nearly swallowed his tongue. Oh the game got abandoned and it was like, fucking, that was his mental. But we, we'd, we'd gone out this the, that night, we were allowed out. So we, um, we'd, we'd gone to the West End and uh, like me, Ashley Williams, Tess uh, Bramble. All the boys are out. Rain's here. We're all out together. Uh, and then fucking Wardy and that must have been steaming because Jim Gannon had left that night. So Wardy was taking our training session the next day. Wardy did not take that training session. <laughs> he lay on the physio bed in a dark changer room, fucking hanging out of his ass. <laughs> he introduced us all to Lordy because that's the first time we'd all met Lordy, Alan Lord. And he was like, this is Lordy. And he's, he'll be taking the sessions today. Um, you know, you know, it'll be a tough session. But yeah, but uh, this is Alan Lord. He must have said Alan Lord about seventeen times before we got on the training pitch. Went inside. I went inside for a piss. He was fucking snoring on the physio bed. He was absolutely mangled. Brilliant. That's funny. What did you? What did Jim have to go home for? What did he? What did he leave for? He just flew home early. I think he just. Um, I think I think he'd had enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're all coming out of the woodwork now. I've got another fucking great trip as well. Go on, go on. Went to fucking go on. went to Ireland, didn't we? Oh yeah, of course you did. Yeah. Where did we go now? Where did we go? Where the fucking do it? Where was it? Was it Jim's old team? Does it Dundalk? We played Dundalk. Yeah. Oh, that was a fucking crazy one. So we've gone to we've gone to the airport early in the morning, about seven in the morning. We all met at the airport. Oh, lads is fucking sat there. It was um, we all drinking Magnus in the airport. Bottles of Magnus. Had a couple of bottles of Magnus. Getting fucking chirpy. Getting a bit lively. At fucking eight in the morning. Saw a few birds on fucking Endus giving it. Where are you going? Where are you going? We're going. Are we going at Aviva? We're going fucking Malia. Oh, we're going fucking Dundalk. <laughs> <laughs> we got on. The, we got on the plane and we're drinking. But Jim was already over there seeing family. Hmm. So we'd well, obviously we meet. We we were meeting him over there. On the fucking plane, having some beers, I'm fucking steaming now. I'm getting none of them little little small cans you get on the plane. Getting five of them, at <laughs> yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Proudy. So I shouted him down, and Wardy, he's like, "Keep it down, keep it down." I said, "Wardy," he looked at me, I just down this drink, and just fucking crushed the can on my head, <laughs> like a like a right knobhead. <laughs> so, uh, so we got over there, got to the hotel, beautiful hotel on a golf course, fucking too good for me anyway. So we've got to this hotel. Everyone's going and checked in. Me and Proudy just left our bags in the foyer, bang straight to the bar <laughs> on the fucking drinking whiskey and everything. I'm putting fucking drinks on Jim Cannon's room. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, um, fucking Michael Rose was with us, all steaming. Next morning we had a meeting, didn't we? Fucking hanging, banging head. 
So I sat there, fucking Jim's going mad. He was putting fucking, he was putting drinks on my room. I was like, just put me under. Sorry, Gaff, I think that was me. I got the rooms mixed up. I'll pay it now. <laughs> and, then, and then Ben, you remember Ben Cooper? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ben I, Cooper I, I, went. I, yeah, yeah. Fitness coach, was he? Yeah, Ben Cooper went. And you had a shit in my kettle. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie, they got the key to his room. I think Rosie had a piss in his kettle, but proudly took it one step too far and curled one out of his kettle and fucking flicked it on and boiled it. His room. Oh, no. <laughs> shit in his kettle and boiled it. I think it was bubbling out of brown water. The room fucking hummed. It's a room. I think, I think they had to get, I think they pay, had to pay a fucking few quid to get the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd reckon, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. but yeah, but then you know. we were lucky. We were um, obviously because we were playing at the time. He, he kind of played a reserve team, brought some young lads with him, and, and played a bit of a reserve team against Dundalk. So we watched the game, and then we went out that night. It's like a fucking <laughs> Wednesday night. We went to Dublin. We had to get the dart. It's the dart in it over there. The train. They call the train the dart. Mm. We got the dart. We had Gary Dicker with us. There you go, Dixie. You must all were like fucking right load of places over here. It was fucking dead. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday, you had fucking Jason Taylor steaming blue mouth because all he drinks was fucking double blue. <laughs> yeah, just slide tackling tramps in the street. Honestly, it was fucking nuts. Um, but that was another, that was another good trip. Fucking hell. We've, we've, we've written down here. And it, was there an Italy trip? No, not for me. I think that was a year before. Was it? I think that was a year before I signed. Right. Um, well, it might have been a year after. I did. We did... Uh, where did we do? We did... The first year was uh, Ibiza. The second year... I think it was somewhere in fucking England. Where did we, where did we go third, this year, Colm? The, the third <laughs> year, the third pre-season, I left... Um, I came in early to train with the younger lads just to get the fitness up because I was like, I had a bit of a to-do with Gannon about me leaving. Um, basically, again, I was in fucking Ayanapa with lads after Wembley. Uh, and I, I We'll talk about Wembley, actually, because that was a fucking great week. Um, we'd, obviously, we'd, we'd won the game, but more importantly, we had, we had a party after. Yeah, that's the main thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's the main thing. We had a party in a hotel. Um, and then... The the was up all night, fucking smashed, and then the the coach came next morning, pick up like a lot of lads, girlfriends and family, or whatever who stayed, took them back to Manchester, and we got the team coach. We had to go back to the training ground, uh, get our cars. I had to go home, pack my suitcase because it was David Peel stag do the next day. <laughs> fucking so hell! We were meant to go. We was meant to be going on his stag do the day after Wembley, but we got told the week before, win or lose, we've got an open top bus tour. So Pooley weren't really in the t- playing at the time. He, he, he weren't in the squad at the time. So he said, like, you know, I can't go to Wembley and not play. And I'm not missing my stag do. So he, he he went on his stag do, and that was that was the end of him. Count anyway. His, his contract was up after that game. So um, so we fucking buzzing, partying. Still think we were drinking the next day. And the fucking coach on the way back to uh to Manchester to to Tim play to, to the training ground. We got went home, packed my case, back to uh, Edgeley Park, open top bus tour. Uh, Rainsy's missus at the time um, drove my car home or Rainsy drove my car to his sorry and his missus brought him back open top bus tour around Stockport free bar in the town hall fucking I was in fucking <laughs> we're in Cobden's with me fucking tracksuit on giving birds me fucking winners <laughs> <laughs> honestly mate it was absolute carnage partying back at Rainsy's it was like right 
I think it was a ended up sucking a couple of couple of these fans back, a couple of birds back, whatever. And it was like, all oh, right, uh, I'll have to get your tax now, love. I'm going back a love. So, so you know, made sure everyone got home okay. Then, then um, Rainsy weren't coming, so Rainsy dropped us off at the airport. There was me, there was me, there was Rosie, there was Pilks, uh, there was um, Paul Ennis, there was um, uh, Gianluca Haven, uh, and we all went straight to the airport, back on the fucking source. Uh, tracksuit, I think I still have my tracksuit on and my, and my medal now <laughs> got in the pool with my medal on that, was, that wasn't arse so we, we'd, we'd got there and um, we'd phoned him over there we'd phoned him when we'd landed or it was, we, we was near the hotel and Rosie was on the phone to David Poole like mate, wait, we've fucking tried our eyes there's no flights going today we can't get a flight there he's like, oh you're joking he's like, oh, I'm fucking gutted lads you know, you know, I really wish you were here but you know, really appreciate you fucking trying you know I was like, oh, you have a drink for us, mate. We don't have a mint stag do. Where are you, anyway? <laughs> so he's like, oh, we're all fucking rough as fuck outside this such and such, Alex's bar or whatever. All right, well, you know what? Enjoy it. Give us a shout when you get back, mate. Well, we'll go for a drink and celebrate. Got in the hotel, checked in, bang, bags in, straight to Alex's bar, down the strip, seven of us. Way! It's like, <laughs> I just saw 20 lads all hanging out their ass, hands in the fucking face, hands in, uh, heads in the hands, just, just broken. I went to the bar. Can I have forty-seven Jaeger bombs, please? <laughs> That's it. Back on it again. We had, we were all in mankinis and everything. It was fantastic. It was a great time. But that was a, yeah, that was a good one. But then uh, after after that trip, I went to to Wainapple with, with my mates. And I got a phone call off my agent saying, you know, you need to come home. Stop putting turning bids down for you. Um, you know, you need to come home and. Just, speaks to the manager and speaks to the chairman. So I got a flight home early from, from Napa, which I wasn't fucking happy about. <laughs> um, so so yeah, so I've gone I've gone back home, going to speak to the chairman. And he's like, you know, we're not turning bids down at all. We have not turned any bids down. You need to speak to Jim Cannon. All right, well, where's Jim? He's in Dublin. I was like, fucking hell, so I could have stayed in Napa. <laughs> uh, so when 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 Jim came, apparently they turned bids down from Derby and Forest. Um and they were already basically asking for a million for me. And which I thought was fucking extortionate, considering they bought me for two years. <laughs> and, and 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 I'd had a chat with Jim, and he'd always said that you know I'd never stand in your way. So I met, I went, I went and met him at, um, at a pub in uh, in Stockport, well near Stockport in Cheadle. Mm. I had a little chat with a coffee and stuff, and you know he's kind of said like you know, you know, I know we can't match the money that these championship clubs are, are offering. I was like, well, it's not about the money. <laughs> um, he's like, you know, we we cut up your ways a little bit, but to be fair, it, it it was all about the fucking money. No, it wasn't. It was it was it was, it was about it was about. I come from nothing, and you know, two and a half years earlier, I was playing the fucking Unibond. Yeah. Um, it was a chance to play as high as I possibly could, and that that was my dream. That's all I ever wanted. Um, you know, the money was a bonus, and um, to to be able to sign for a, a team like. For Derby County, you had just been relegated from the Prem at the time, and you know, in in a lot of people's minds, they could have bounced straight back up to the mm. Prem. Mm. Uh, uh, it was a no brainer for me, and it got a little bit not heated, but it was like Jim kind of went down the path of, well, you know, if you're not showing your loyalty to the club, um, we need to treat it as a business. You're our main asset. Do we really need to sell you? And I was like, well, fucking, if you're not going to sell, we don't fucking play. <laughs> kind of thing. And it kind of, it kind of, it kind of left like got left like that, and. I came back in early pre-season with uh, with Maddo uh, and the younger lads, 
Um, you know, just just thinking, no, I'm, I'm doing everything here. I'm going to do everything right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking train me hardest. I'm going to get fucking fit as fuck. Um, and I was just waiting and waiting and waiting for that phone call. And I got the call off my agent saying, you know, you're going to Derby. And there was no bad blood between me and Jim. I understand his, his, his heart's with Stockport County. He wants to do everything. He wants to keep as many plays as he could. Uh, but obviously, I think he realised, you know, I can't stand in the lad's way. It's a great opportunity for him. And there's never been any bad, bad blood between me and Jim. And, you know, we got on really well. We've got a great relationship. So it was never going to be an issue. Was it, was it 800 grand in the end? Was it some some, some other number? Seven hundred and fifty grand, I think it was. Seven fifty. Um, yeah, but I never played for Derby. Never got a game. So what what happened there? Did you what? You, obviously, you must have started training with the first team. What you just never got selected? Was you even on the bench so, or anything? So so what happened is again, there's a lot of stories about Leo's fucking party days, um, and obviously when it's like fucking Chinese whispers, yeah. um, but. I basically had a few few people, three of my friends around from Manchester, literally three, three of my mates coming down. And we met up with some girls we met in um, in Ayanapro, wherever we were, that were from Nottingham um, or, Bir- or Bir- Bir- Birmingham or something. So they come up and we'd gone out in Derby for a few drinks, not even a late one. And we'd come in uh, about half 12 or something like that, literally put a film on, having a beer. And a couple of the girls had gone outside for a cig and someone left a beer can outside. <clears throat> now I lived in, there was two apartment apartment blocks in like this little cul-de-sac with about four houses, and they were it was like fucking neighborhood watch. But honestly, <laughs> it was the worst thing in the world that someone had left a kind of Budweiser <laughs> on the fucking floor out there. So, so I got a phone call the next day. I got dragged in the office the next day. Uh, on the Monday, sorry, I got dragged in. Paul, you're going fucking mad at me. Fucking big time, come fucking partying all night. I was like, what the f- you on about? <laughs> It's like, I was like, I've had a few friends around, but I'm, I won't take. It doesn't matter. It's the, it's the person I am. It's the way I've been brought up. I won't take shit off anyone, even though I should have just said, you know what, I'm really sorry. I was like, well, like, no, I've not. I fucking haven't. All right, whatever. Giving it the fucking fuck you, fuck you attitude. And um, so it's like you go out alone. So I was like, right, okay. So I went to he, uh, he said, stop put what I take you on loan. I said, all right, right, I want to go there, but I don't want you to go there. Uh, I think it's a step back. So he sent me on load to Huddersfield. So I went there, thought, you know what, I'm going to prove him fucking, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to get my head down, I'm going to work hard. Did well there. I think I scored 7 in 13 in, in the three months I was there on loan. Mm. Uh, it was a month, a month loan, and then it got extended for another month, and then after that month was up, yeah, I can extend it again. Uh, and then that, was it, yeah, yeah. And then after that third month, I had to go back. And I was like, fucking hell, you know, I've, I've done well. You know, I've proved myself, I think. I, I must deserve a chance now. Sent me out alone again to Blackpool, get some experience in the championship. And I'm thinking, why are you fucking play me in your team in the championship? We were down near the bottom of the league with Blackpool. Blackpool, I think Blackpool were a few po- two points below us uh, at the time. So I went to Blackpool. Again, great night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I signed for Blackpool on the, um, on the, on the Thursday. Um, and the and as I said, we were playing Plymouth the next day. Um, it was Simon Simon Grayson was the manager at the time. Um, and he said, we're playing Plymouth the next day. He said, bring your passport because we're flying down there. So I said, okay, no problem. Flew down to Plymouth on the Friday. Uh, I was on the bench. Uh, I come on the last, we're getting beat 1-0. I come on the last 15 minutes, scored 2-1-2-1. Two, two, fucking, but the best part about the fucking day was, the weather was that bad. We couldn't fly to Blackpool, so we had to fly straight to Manchester, like which means I got out quicker. 
so great night out great day um following game um started me against um charlton um one of the play one of the lads one of my pals from derby jay mckevely um, he was alone at charlton at the time uh again scored two beat him two nil and i thought and the fans derby fans are going mad because Black- blackpool now leapfrogged uh, derby in the league yeah and and Derby striker was scoring the goals for him. So I thought, fucking surely I must have proved myself here. Surely I deserve a chance here. You know, we had a couple of injuries. The boys were like to Rob Hulse and, and, and Chris Commons weren't either injured or, you know, weren't scoring goals. So I thought, you know, I, I must deserve a chance. I must have a chance here. So phone, um, my month, month long was up. Uh, got a call saying, you know, you can extend it. So he had no intention of playing me at Derby. Um, so I said, right, fine, that, that's fine. I'll take it. And then he got the chop. Uh, he got he got sad right, so yeah. so so Chris Hutchins was the the, the caretaker manager, assistant manager. He took over, for me straight away. I want you back here? Okay, no problem. Train Thursday, train Friday on the bench against Man United. Like, <laughs> Warming up next to fucking Rooney and Ronaldo, and it was just like you know that that's what fucking dreams. That's that that was yeah. the dream. You know, I didn't get on the pitch. I didn't I didn't I didn't, I didn't get on the pitch. We beat them one 0 Chris Common scored a worldie. It was in the uh, the Cali Cup. So we obviously I went defensive to keep the lead and uh, and then after that I went alone to Leeds. But just to say, you know, even just to say I was on the fucking bench against the likes yeah. of Ronaldo and Danny and stuff, um Paul Scholes, it, was, that's, it, was, uh, it was an experience in itself. Yeah, that's that's Nike advert stuff in it. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're like yeah. Nike advert way, fucking hell, that's quality. <laughs> yeah. But um but yeah, it was I mean, you know, I've been fortunate enough to enough to pay against some some amazing teams, the likes of fucking Aston Villa. When I was at Brighton in the cup, you know that's what the FA Cup's yeah. all about. Playing, playing the likes of them. We played. I remember Watford when when what Watford was the biggest game I played in when, when I was at County. Yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, mm. you know, the team that was a, a great day. I think, I think we won one up with David Poole scored. I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then, like I say, yeah, Villa played against Villa against like you know James Milner and uh, Ashley Young and Ed Bonglehall yeah. playing playing with players like against players like that, and it was just um, Newcastle. Played against Newcastle, got cashed off by Joey Barton. <laughs> oh, I remember <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. yeah they fucking, like, all kicked off. It's all he said to me, I'll fucking crush you. I said, fucking what? He went, I'll drop my wallet on you. A little dickhead. I said, fair enough, mate. Yeah, that's right, fair enough. <laughs> it's not, not, like Joey Bar- not like Joey Barton to be a massive dickhead, is it? <laughs> no, no. It's all, it's all, it's all, come over and shut me hand after it. He's like, uh, after he told me he paid his window cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an asshole. <laughs> so, who, who was the best player you ever played against then? Best player we ever played against. Best defender, mm. I'd probably have to say, Colagini. He was fucking. Yeah. He just read the game. He was like, um, he was just, you could tell he's, I think he was, or Gutierrez. Gutierrez was like one of the first on the Argentina fucking team sheet. He was, he was class. Uh, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say probably one of them. I probably, I probably as a defend defending wise, I'd probably say Colchini was probably the, the the best player I've, I've played against. Fucking hell, it's not a bad, it's not a bad player to have next to your name, though, is it? To say it's I played not, against it's him. It's not bad. It's not bad. Well, they probably, you know, get asked about the best player you played with, uh, and I don't really know if I'm honest. I've I played with a lot of good players, like even in the county lines, you know, what people players yeah. have gone on to do, like Pilkington and Ashley Williams, and uh, yeah, you look at. Players at the time, Fabian Delph, when I was at Leeds, was out of this world. Like he was, he was just, he was just breaking into the league squad. 
and he was he was just the, the first team, the first player on, on, on the team sheet. Him and Beckford, yes. Beckford could he could he could score from anywhere, uh, and I feel like. At that time, you know, I didn't have the best time at Leeds, but that Leeds squad went on. I think the majority of the team went on to bigger things. You got Beckford went to Everton, Delph went to Villa. You had Becchio, you had Johnny Alson, you had Snodgrass, you had Bradley Johnson. I think they all went to fucking Norwich together. Yeah. I think yeah. it was a it was a bulk buy from Norwich. <laughs> yeah. um, um, but yeah, but like I say, I've 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 played with some fantastic players. Um, Glenn Murray, striker at Brighton, mm. Muzzer, fucking, you know. He couldn't get a game when I was at Brighton, and look at the fucking career he's had. Look at what he's gone on to do. He's, he's yeah. in a hundred club for Brighton. Um, Found some some fantastic players, and not only good people on the pitch but off the pitch as well. Some quality names. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. They're the kind of names I wanted dropping. You know, I, I wanted to yeah. those names. <laughs> Rob, Robbie, Robbie Savage. Oh, what a guy! Oh, of course, he, he would have been Derby, wouldn't he? Same time as you would do. Oh, mate, what well, he's fucking. He cashed me off a bit. <laughs> He had the um, was it where were we? Holland pre-season, pre-season tour Holland, and we were on the back of the coach. We were over in Holland, flew over there. We we're on the coach, and I was sat at the back of the coach with uh, Sav, uh, Toddy, and I can't remember who else. Uh, I was someone else on next to me. I remember them toy watches that everyone used to wear. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Toy watch. They had all little diamonds all <laughs> over it, and Sav's face me like, "Fuck you, dick Let's have a look at that. It's lovely, that mate." Oh, that's that's really nice. I've got one like this, but but mine's got real diamonds <laughs> and, and a Rolex badge. <laughs> Fuck off! He said to me, um, said to me, "Have you found anywhere to live yet?" I said, "Well, I'm just looking at them, and I'm just I'm probably going to rent uh, rent somewhere." He said, "Well, my house is on the market. I'll, I'll lower it to two point four million if you want." <laughs> Fucking hell! You know what, though? You know he, he gets he gets slated off that many people. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever come across in football. Um, Honestly, when I went out on loan to Huddersfield, he was the first player, to per- first person, first person from Derby to text me saying, "Just seen your goals, you know, well done, keep up the hard work." You know, he's always there to talk to. You know, he's an experienced lad. He's he's, he's seen it all. He's done it all. Um, and yeah, what a guy! What a guy! Him and um, who else was there? Who else was there uh, at Derby? There's just some so many fucking. There's so many players at, at Derby. So much quality um, throughout the team. Uh, and just like I say, it's just it was looking back, it was just amazing to be able to say, you know, I was yeah. there, I was, I, I've done that. Yeah, that's it. But Savage is doing bits at, uh, at your old club now, isn't he? At Woodley Sports, well, stop. Well, 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 I, yeah. I think, yeah, I think he just, I think he just did it so he could get um, Mac free, yeah. free, free entry to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> it's tighter than crap. It's got good a reason as any, isn't it? I can't fault him. I can't fault him. Yeah, I actually I met Robbie. It must be about ten years ago. I bumped into him at Leicester. I was at Leicester train station coming back from a wedding, and he was just there. Yeah, he, he, chat, oh, he chatted to just waiting to say hello to him, what have you? Yeah, yeah. Just came across because he, he has this reputation for being just a massive dickhead. But yeah, he was proper yeah. down. Like, even when I see him on the sorry, he's not, he's not a massive dickhead. He's just a bit. <laughs> yeah, of a yeah, yeah. Well, you need that, don't you? Everyone, all, all the best players are a bit of a dickhead. But you know, what I can say it's, it's you, with players like that, <clears throat> experienced players that. Just take you under the wing, mm. and you know, like I said, Derby. Yeah, they had. Remember Moro? Yeah, Moro. Yeah, Moro. ended up being manager. Yeah. So he, so he, he was the first player that I met when I signed for Derby. Um, gone down with my agent. The lads were out training. I think he was injured at the time, and I'd gone. 
Um, obviously signing stuff, got everything sorted, and and and, um, and Jewel said, "Get yourself, um, you know, get yourself in change room. The, the the kit man will get you some kit. Kit man will get you some kit set up." Uh, and and Mora was coming out the shower. I just walks over to me. I, I dead deep fucking Barry White voice. Are you doing a Mora? And dropped the towel. <laughs> Fuck my life. It was like a copper's <laughs> I didn't know what, what to shake. Don't shake his hand. <laughs> Honestly, mate, and it was like I'm just this fucking young kid who's just come into Derby County, and I've been greeted by that monster. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that was an experience. Oh, brilliant! Oh my word! Oh, I don't think I've lost so much in my whole life. Oh, great. <laughs> I think before before we wrap up though, one one question I would like to ask: if you if you could go back and do it all again from the start, would you? Oh, hundred percent. I don't think it'd change anything. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, quite right as well. I think the only the only thing yeah. the only thing looking back that I think could change football football wise with with obviously clubs. Like I I, I loved my time I, my time at Brighton. I enjoyed the place more than I did the mm. football. I loved Brighton. It was a beautiful place, and I still go down there now. My my um, my father-in-law um, lives down in Southampton, so we go down and visit him, and we go across to Brighton for the day at times. And I, it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. Now I loved living down there, but I wish that I would have give another year a derby just to see because Clough didn't want when Clough came in. Clough didn't want me to go. Um, he said to me, you know, I know you're going. I know Brighton are interested because Norwich, both Norwich and Brighton were both putting bids in for me at Derby. And um, he pulled me, it was Tuesday after training, he said, you've done well, got a couple of injuries, you've, you've impressed me pre-season, in my plans. Um, but, uh, but I know you're going to speak to Brighton tomorrow, have a look round. I don't want you to, to sign anything. So I thought, you know what, well, it sounds promising, you know, honest with me, it seems like mm-hmm. his plans. So I went down on the Wednesday, went went to, um, got a train to, to crew uh, to meet my agent. He drove us down to, to Brighton in the car on the way down. Got a phone call of Pierce and the chairman. Hi, Phil. Uh, I know Nigel had a chat with Liam yesterday, but if we uh, if we did get a deal done and get some money for him, then, then let's sort it out. <laughs> so I was like, right, that's me done. Don't want to be that club. Uh, that was it. That was that was the defining. That was the moment where I thought I don't want to be a part of this. Club. Yeah. This is the Scarf Bagara War, the original county podcast, established 2015. Yeah, Russ. Uh... Have you got anything you want to cover before no, we get wrapped up? Not really, no. Just to say massive, a massive thank you, massive cheers to Dicko for coming on and, and sharing some of the top quality stories with, with us. Not a problem. Absolutely fantastic. I've enjoyed myself, lads. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much, mate. It's been a pleasure. Not a problem, guys. Speak to you both soon. It's the 90th minute, 
all your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> 